how do you think the life cycle? How do you think um, Lennon would get out of a ticket? Blowjob. 100%, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think it, it I think it's like a I think it's like a Jennifer Check situation where it's like a I have the cops in my back pocket, needy. I'm fucking a cadet, remember? Like I think Lennon has made her way through the cadets okay. of the local police force. And there aren't that many because it's been established that it's a very small force. Yeah, it's a very small force. But every time one gets knocked out, another one appears. I'm really worried we're gonna lose um the replacement officer we've got because I I like her strangeness. Yeah. And it's interesting, like we have in this in this episode six, we have the sheriff like they've decided to make it a bit that the replacement officer for Cruz is a extremely quiet walker. Jesus, Kalama, maybe some louder shoes. Sorry, man. Who continually takes Sheriff Lila by surprise? Yeah, she's like, you are. What is it? She's like, damn, you are quiet for a big woman. It's like really for a big woman. That's where you started the sentence. That's where you this is, started I mean, the sentence. This is um, episode six. You do anything to win. I finally a title I get. <laughs> is that the title of this episode? Yeah, I it, think it make. There's an episode title that makes sense in this. Oh my god! I hope I wrote it down correctly. No, I bet you. I I was going to ask you what is the title of this I episode. So I it. have no assumptions whatsoever. And if not, we're, we're not going to ever hear the end of it. <laughs> I, I hope it's. I hope we get a cold shrimp salad. Yeah. For the last one, uh, like we didn't get an animal and a noun. So I don't know, like animal <laughs> noun verb or whatever. Like I don't know. Yeah, yeah. The the it could be anything. Classic construction for Sam. I have so much anger before this episode. This episode is infuriating. It gives us. Some of our best Margot yet. Like, I, if there's a power rankings of characters in this show, if Margot wasn't already number one, I think she became number one in this episode. And yet, it did exactly what we said we didn't want to fucking happen. Yeah. Which was completely waste, Riley. It's fuck. But it does punch Dylan in the face. It, 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 we literally get Dylan punched. We Dylan, get Dylan, Dylan minimized. Dylan is sneaking around, doing his Dylan thing. And for being sneaky, he gets punched. Fuck. That's what you get for sneaking up on people. You need something. And it's almost like, and this is why I'm like, well, does the show know? They've got to know. Like They've they got to know. They know we've been wanting to see that for five episodes. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, here's the here's Chekhov's punch. And it's it, it's great that Courtney punched him. Yeah. Because she seems like a live wire. This is my favorite Courtney episode. Yeah, this is, and... Guess what? In wow. our in our Riley POV episode and in our favorite Courtney episode, both of these characters get fucked. This is a show though where as soon as you love a character, they die. <laughs> except for Margot, that could be the whole. <laughs> yeah. That could be the subtitle. Like, it's just as soon as you fall in love with them, they're dead. Yeah, which could which could feed into theories because we like we talked about last time. We want Riley POV. We want the Riley flashback episode, and we get it. And we we op- like the we Riley gets stabbed through the fucking chest. And has half an arm lopped off. Yeah. Manages to live through the night somehow without bleeding out. And then spends the... In, we only time we see her in present timeline in the entire episode is wheezing and crawling her way to try and be rescued or spotted. And then instead, she makes it all the way to almost her fucking front yard. Yeah. Only to die. 
it's right right there. It's really it's really upsetting because I thought, okay, if they're gonna balance out her being murdered and like the pain of that, at least give us a backstory that's worthwhile. Here's the reveal, guys. Oh. Um we're gonna flash back to that party, that endless party. The endless party. We're gonna get we're gonna get her telling Dylan that she likes him again. Mm-hmm. But that she saved herself for him. And we're gonna get it four or five times. And we're and we're gonna get her in tears. Uh-huh. We're gonna get her getting slut shamed. Yes. We're going to get... There's a bouncy house. There's a bouncy house. It should be a really fun moment, except it's not giving us any information we don't already have. Nope. Nope. I it... was like, oh, this is going to be the episode where we learned why we should love and and love Riley. Like, what is there about this character that uh-huh. she's been holding back? That holding back. Like, where's her moment in the sun? And instead, she gets fucking Brienne of Tarst. Yeah. Game of Thrones fans out there. The Riley's last moment on this earth that we know of is her weeping, dying, dying, weeping at the memory of having tried to give herself over to Dylan for her, him to be her first after a lifetime, presumably, of being in love with him. Because again, we reminded in this episode that they've known each other since the second grade. We get reminded of that again. And it, she spends her last moment after, like, planting the seeds of being a bad bitch character crying over the guy that rejected her. I was actually saving myself for you. What in the absolute ever-loving hell? Well, so then I'm thinking, And that guy is Dylan. Dylan Island. Dylan Island. On (laughs) on episode six of Dylan Island, we have have Riley crying uh, over a man she shouldn't, but we have her mother being a badass trying to find her. So I thought, okay, well, maybe she has like a little bit of Courtney in her. Uh And we're going to see that this episode because her arm's been lopped off. She is, she is, guys, she has climbed across Hawaii. She has she's managed. She's gone through the jungle. She's also managed to bypass seemingly every road and thoroughfare to and get I'm home. Pretty, and, and definitely the set of Jurassic Park. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. I think she crawled all the way through it and some of Catching Fire. <clears throat> like, it is. Yeah. All of it. Oh, all of it. And yet, there she Undetected. is on the lawn. Undetected. Undetected. I mean, at this point, I don't know, guys. <laughs> like, it seemed like she she crawled by some pretty important things that she could have just stopped at. Yeah, it seems like Why she could have just thrown her body into the road. She gets near a road. We hear cars yes, driving by. We do. I get that she's been stabbed in the chest and maybe she can't really vocalize, but like if there's a road there, literally just throw your body into the road. Mm-hmm. Be like, okay, some car is going to find my body in the road. <laughs> it's clearly a road people go down. Something upsetting that I don't like is that Dylan references a real life crime. Oh my God. What the fuck? Sam. I, and, and, and that, you know, that that's what they had in mind when they wrote this moment is even more upsetting. So in, in, in the real life, in, in real life, he references a crime that happened against a person who was brutalized. Mary Vincent got raped, had both her arms chopped off and was left naked in a ditch. Then she climbed all the way up to the road to get rescued. Uh, Yeah. It's like. Thanks Dylan. I, I didn't like, for me, I just like, didn't like that moment where it's like, oh, that made this so real. And for her not to live, yeah, that added salt to the wound. So, okay, what we also okay before we get all the way to the complete end point <laughs> right. of that, I do want to say going back to Margot, there is a great line um, to alleviate because in in the midst of all of this like tragedy, yeah, like this really horrific episode, yeah, horrific. that is just relentless and honestly a page out of the Ots book with that Courtney it, kill. You are not wrong about this that. This whole thing is the most Ots this entire yeah. series has been. Yeah. More um, Ots than the original ever was. Oh, totally. The, the original is 90s. This is 2000s. Yeah. This is this is like smack dab in the middle of Saw. Yeah. And so <laughs> yeah. Um, we get we get that fantastic line. We got those fucking Milky Milks and own it. 
<laughs> what? No, Lennon says that. Oh, that was Lennon. Lennon, right. because we get the we get the tiny tease early on in the series of Lennon sexy dancing with Riley. So when they're at the endless party, Lennon's like. Riley, she knows that Riley's in love with Dylan. She's like, Riley, show Dylan who you are. And she also oh, she yes. also calls Riley, she's like, secret hottie. It's like, there's literally nothing there's secret no. about the hottest person on this entire island I mean, being a hottie. Is there a hotter she's a, person she's a, under her skin suit? She's a, she's a model in real life, Is Ashley this like Moore. a full cat situation where she's <laughs> yes. just going to like unzip? She's going to unzip. I don't like, understand. What's like, the secret? Like, uh, who? what is that character? It's uh, not Bombalina. Jenny Any Dots. Jen, like Jenny you remember, Any Dots. Were you there the night that like Kathy dressed like Jenny Any Dots to a live cat screening <laughs> and she walked out in front of the audience and unzipped and underneath was a muscle suit? Oh my God. <laughs> Horrific. What? Friends, I bring back cats. That is that is what we are. That is like like you said. Is there a hotter person under Ashley Moore? Yeah, I don't know. So, because nobody's guessing. They're not hiding her under glitter. No, I mean like. <laughs> and when and when Lennon like takes her jacket off and she's like show people how hot you are. It's like this jacket has been open all night. She has oh, only totally. a bikini top underneath. She wasn't wearing a turtleneck sweater. By the way, and so she takes her jacket off. And then gets slut shamed by Dylan for wearing a no, top. Then she gets slut shamed by Margo. Oh, it's Margo. Because- oh my god, did I even see this episode twice? <laughs> no, th- it's worse because Lennon is sexy dancing with Riley, and they're both kind of making eyes toward Dylan. And then Margo's like, "Hey!" And she like motions for Riley, and Riley's like, "Come dance!" Like, oh "Hey, my friend!" God. And then Riley runs up to her friend, and Margo just goes, "You look like a legit hoe right now." Yeah. And just like, and I can't decide. Is it because is she running interference for Lennon? Because Riley turns back, and when Riley turns back, Lennon is off with Dylan. She right. is taking her man, and she is going to the bedroom where she's going to ply him with drugs. And Margot's like, "I'm only telling you because I love you." And you get that fucking tragic moment of Riley looking like she's going to cry, going, "I know." And you're like, "Wow!" In this episode where you're going to kill Riley, you're also going to give me the one of the worst nights of her life too. Are you? fucking with me right now? Riley needs new friends. Riley needs new friends. Right, Margo, you just got done recording an OnlyFans video. Who are you slut shaming right now? Unbelievable. You look like a total whore. This is 2021. Okay, that's why I swapped it in my head. Because like, even if, because I want. It's inexplicable. Like why it comes from Margo of all people is like weird. Like, is it, is it a, is it, that's why I'm like, was she, was she doing that to clear a path for Lennon? Because otherwise, what is the reason? What is the reason? That was a total, she's like sexy dancing with Lennon earlier in the night, practically up on a stage. Yeah. What character detail are we learning from Margot telling Riley she's being a slut, doing the exact same thing she was just doing with Lennon at the party? So, a couple of bad decisions that are made. Yeah. Like that's, so flashing forward from the endless party because we'll go back <laughs> we'll go back um, we have uh, we have the the friend group finds the arm uh-huh. doesn't yeah. tell anybody guys you've got an arm and, and you've got a police office yeah, right, <laughs> yeah. Who, who is saying um, well you know we need like a little bit more time to pass before we go because Courtney her mom is going crazy yeah. she's like guys my daughter because by the way Courtney gets a phone call and she's like mom help and then she's like ah, gotta go bye yeah right. she's like drinking she's yeah. like oh can't hear that call but also like didn't call the police didn't no. didn't text her friend group like it's like she called her mom and gave her no information about where she was then <laughs> and Courtney didn't follow up with the text like I couldn't hear you what do you want yeah everybody just is like fuck it she's like butt dial yeah and so <laughs> yeah. you know back on Dylan Island yeah you know meanwhile Riley's like uh, you know zombying her way back her yeah. friends find her arm and they're like well I guess we can have a sleepover uh, yeah 
We better <laughs> take this arm with us. Yes, they took it with they them. They take they bring the arm to Margot's home. Put it on ice. Margot's home. Yeah, it's just rotting in the Hawaii humidity. And they just bring that to the fucking house. They don't, like, move it to the road or something where cops might see it and know that something terrible happened to Riley because there is a a killer on the loose. That's not a secret that only they know. There is a killer on the loose. So, obviously, when Courtney goes to the station and she's like, you have my kid, like, did you lock her up? Because she probably gets busted for drugs regularly. And Sheriff Lila is like, we don't have Riley. And one officer is, like, threatening to, like, throw Courtney in jail if she, like, marches into the police office. She's like, why don't you arrest her for beating me up in high school? Okay. Incredible character moment. I really like that. Incredible character moment. But then the nonchalance with with which the police greet, and I understand we can't do anything before 48 hours. The nonchalance with which they're like, oh, she'll come home. There is a murderer. There is a murderer. There is a murderer killing people only in your very small community. Why is there not at least the slightest bit of alarm that something might have happened? The confidence in which they're like, well, he only goes after cute guys. I was like, I mean, me too, but. (laughs) Yeah. But I recognize that this is a fucking extraordinary situation. Yeah, listen, sometimes stuff happens. You don't know my record. (laughs) You don't know know everything I haven't told you. Yeah. So, like, there's obviously a killer out there. Like, find out where this missing person is, who, by the way, you you had as a suspect, like, the day before. (laughs) Yeah. Like, she was, like, giving you information. Who was just in. Yeah, hey, somebody who was in custody is missing. She was connected enough to what was happening for you to need to question her. And now you're like, she's fine. I'm sure she's fine. And the way she says to her, we stayed out all night at her age too. Okay. (laughs) So if you haven't heard from her in a couple of days, come back. We'll file a report. You just, you just said if she doesn't come home in a couple of days, like that's okay. (laughs) My all time favorite Courtney moment though, does come here where she like looks at Bruce, the dad of Lennon and, (laughs) uh, and Allison. And she's like, they can't have my baby. You had a spare. Yeah. Like, like if anything happened to my baby, like, fuck, I, not my baby. Or Courtney's they can't kill my baby. Courtney's yeah. suddenly a, a mother who cares. <laughs> she has decided that. And dad gives the, like, believe me, I know how you feel. And she's like, at least you had a spare. Yeah. And she's really good at acting like your favorite one. Oh so I couldn't believe it. At least you had a spare. It was so fun. Oh, my God. Courtney's giving all of it. Like, she's dragging the police chief. <laughs> yeah. She's dragging Bruce. Yep. She should comment on his hair, but she doesn't. Yeah. It's still ridiculous. It's still you know, ridiculous. But, but, I, uh, but then she, like, wanders into a field with a saw trap. And so it's kind of crazy. Yeah, she gets into geotagged location and is like, Riley, like, you know, if you're not dead, I'm going to kill you, like, for sending me on this goose chase. Mm-hmm. And fucking, and then? Yeah, killer drops a pin, and Courtney, by the way, knows how to find her. My mom, <laughs> yeah. if I dropped a pin for my mom, the killer was like, hey, no go chance. find this. My mom would look, she, she would look at that and not know, she'd be like, how did this picture of a pin <laughs> yeah. end up on my iPhone? It would be, we, we'd be as good as dead if yeah. our moms got a, a, a <laughs> pin happen. drop. Courtney? Courtney's there. Courtney's in the field. Uh, yeah. She's there right away. Yeah. She whips around in the road. She knows where she's going. She knows she's what she's doing. She's matches on I, Tinder. You I, know what I mean? Like, it's just a regular day. You, she's ready for tonight after she finds Riley. Yeah. And you know that, like, she, like, it's so weird that, like, the, I am so looking forward to finding any way that these kills connect to one another. And thankfully, in this episode, one of the police does acknowledge that none of the kills have been connected to one another. Because, like you said, it's a saw trap this time. It was a saw trap with Johnny and his coach. And That's then true, yeah. Officer Cruz and Harold were just fucking shot. Right. They're it just fucking be, shot in the bathroom. It could be different killers. We don't, yeah, <laughs> it could have been a murder-suicide. We don't that, know. That was not a saw trap. And this one was like... And totally off camera. Also... I, I, okay, do you understand how this trap worked with mom? No. Like, what triggered it? 
And how did it go into motion? Because I saw, like, obviously it went around her neck, but I was like, but how? Did they lasso her? Yeah, I did don't they, know. Was the killer at the controls? And then suddenly we, sh- we cut to a super wag where there's nobody there. <laughs> Nothing. So the only thing I can imagine is that the killer's invisible. <laughs> yeah. And that the honey on the island renders you invisible. So if you cover yourself in honey. If you, it's like, yeah, it's like Predator where you become reflective to the world around that's you. It. And that's you it. become transparent. It's the only thing. Did they check the tractor for honey? That's all I need <laughs> yeah. to know. So Courtney's dead. Yeah. And Courtney, I, like, and I was, I was stunned. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, we've killed, we've killed Court, we've killed Riley and her mom in this episode. What and, the fuck? And Dylan comments, maybe it's better that way. And Margot rightfully is like, what's your fucking problem, Dylan? Yeah. Because Dylan has done nothing but contribute, like, real weird shit. Real weird to shit. To every part of the conversation. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, wait, what? To every, like, we we have, and thank God in this episode, it's it's Dylan constantly getting kind of checked. A, he gets punched by Courtney. Mm-hmm. Margot has the, like, what's your fucking problem? And then when he says the thing about, like, the woman who was assaulted and then had her limbs cut off, she's like, are you kidding me right now? Like, are you trying to say that Riley could be raped in a ditch somewhere? Right. She fortunately keeps interjecting, has the amazing moment where... After a crucial crucial piece of information about Lennon is revealed to her, and Dylan is like, he sees Lennon and her her dad being really contentious. He's like, are they fighting? And she's like, she would have told you herself if you were important to her in any way. Like the competition between the one sided competition between Margot and Dylan is on all cylinders this episode. Yeah. I it's I love Margot. I hate some of this writing this episode. And, <laughs> yes. and as we're recapping it, I'm like, this is all ridiculous. Why was I... I love this episode. I love this episode. I was so in. I Well, and also, Margot pulls a gun on Dad. Oh, I love that. Margot pulls a fucking gun. She, they're like, they're like, we have to go find Riley. We can't go out there. Like, we gotta arm up. Margot's like, we gotta arm up this time. We open on a wall of guns. And as it pulls out, yeah. Margot just enters the frame. She's got like this kind of moxie about her. And she's like... This time we're going prepared. What the hell? My dad's from New Jersey. Guns are not part of the plan. It's just yeah. guns behind her. Well, of course he is. And everyone's like, we can't bring guns. And in that situation, I'm like, no, now feels like the time for guns. It seems like it. We're on episode six. Yeah, this isn't this isn't like patrolling the halls of a of a school. Good you guy with a gun stops arm. a bad guy with a gun. Yeah. This and like Dylan has this moment where he's like, it was the cop's gun that killed like Officer Cruz and Harold. It's like this is a diff- this is you going out into the open looking for a what, body. Dylan's a forensics expert. Like, <laughs> yeah. call, I mean, I get that it's Dylan Island. <laughs> I get that it's Dylan Island. <laughs> what doesn't he know? And we haven't even talked about yet the fact that there is the well, the, the moment on the side of the road with Lennon and Dylan where they're out looking for. They're, I love how they're oh. looking for Riley's body by like kicking grass. It's like guys, if you're gonna find a whole Riley on the side of the road, I don't think you need to move that rock out of the way. Like picking up, picking up that shoe, she's not going to be under there. They are in a literal jungle, <laughs> yeah. and they were like, "We're going to find our our dead friend, but we're not going to leave the road." No, we're Couldn't just gonna it. we're gonna we're just gonna brush grass aside with our shoes. And guess what? It worked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Wow. I mean, they would be killer at an Easter egg hunt. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I was just like, "Wow, you spotted that." We also get the admission that Dylan fucking knew. Yeah. That Dylan fucking knew it was Lennon. He's been a cock this entire series so far being like, That's why you fucked me that night. You fucked me to fuck her. And I fell for it. Now she's dead. And I'll never fucking forgive you. And then that night, he's like, 
she's like, why did you, as Lennon, Allison is like, why'd you hook up with me that night then if you were so in love with my sister? And he's like, it's grad night. You gave me drugs. Yeah, there was that. And I was into you. Yep. You fucking liar. The ruse is up. You fucking liar. Yeah. And then we get the whole, like, we get the, you know, you were the valedictorian. You were always so competitive. And she's like, well, yeah, but, like, I did cheat. Like, I fucked a teacher. And he was like, oh, yeah, that. Revealing to Allison Lennon that, like, actually it was pretty common knowledge that she had sex with the teacher, which at what which point we get the episode title, Dylan saying, everybody knew you'd do anything to win. Yeah. And I loved in that moment, I, I thought it was funny in that moment that, I don't love it. I just thought it was funny in that moment where Allison's like, wow, okay. It's not all that flattering. Who? Nobody's surprised here. If you are willing to like fuck the teacher to get the grade, the idea that people knew you'd do anything to win doesn't feel like it would be your concern. Also, I don't feel like this is the first time we heard the teacher story. I'm no. Like, no. Why, why is this the moment where it's like, how yeah, dare you're right. you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really? And then we even get, we even get, we even get the ability to make this moment about Dylan being sad because Allison's like, oh, you know, well, you went off to MIT. It was what you always wanted. It was your dream. He's like, yeah, it's not what I thought it would be. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Who cares, Dylan? Who fucking cares? Who ca- Show? Who cares about this? Why are we doing this? So speaking of Rhodes and Lennon, um, how about the My reveal God. that Bruce's uh, dad dropped Lennon off in the road after they had a fight? Just, and he's like, you know how, and the way he covers it, he's like, you know how, like, because he does this all the time. I do, I did that all the time with yeah. you girls. Go you know, take a walk. It's like, did you drop him off in the middle of roads at night all the time? Was that part of parenting like for you? next to a volcano? <laughs> yeah. Bruce? Between a volcano and a cliff. I couldn't believe, I mean, again, literal jungle. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this isn't like, this isn't like, I don't know, Irvine. With your daughter, who you have to assume is at least drunk. Maybe you don't know that she's on, like, prescription strength Afrin, but it's also been like, she's partying, it's a grad night. You've been drinking and you're now driving, and you're just gonna drop her off in the middle of the road, and the reason they're fighting is because we get that reveal. Which further supports the idea that maybe he hurt her or... She was wounded before he dro- he dumped her there thinking he killed her. Yeah. And then was like, damn, really lucked out that yeah. sis ran her over. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so uh-huh. could be. Yeah, really, really advantageous to me, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Because then we, we, Allison learns, she's, she left her dad the night before. She was like, I know that you married Clara and I'm going to storm out. That's when she goes and has the cute moment with Margot in the bed. Wait, and then we get the. She, he married Clara? Dad married Clara. Wait, in the so cult. Clara is the mom. Clara's not the mom because he says specifically when they're on the driveway at Margot's house, he's like, she's like, I know you were married to Clara and you were in the cult that you pretended to not fucking know anything about. He's like, of course I knew about it. I was in it. Got it. And then right. that's when Allison starts like panic crying and she's like, if you are about to tell me that Clara is my mom, and he's like, no, 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 no. That's right. Clara is not your mom. It. He's like explicitly, it's another woman who doesn't use conditioner. It's, <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, correct. Okay. And she is alive. Yeah, he's like, it's not your... He, no, no, Claire is not your mom. You fucking tell me Claire Weathers is my real mother right now. No, she's not, but... Your mother's alive. Yeah. Wow. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Oh, and fortunately, this whole moment is set up by the fact that Dad goes over to Margot's house in the morning because he knows that's where... He knows that's where Allison went and he knocks on the door and Margot opens it and she's not fucking letting him. And he's like, can I talk to, can I talk to Len? And she's like, no. 
I love that. Yeah. And she doesn't doesn't let him and he tries to get through. And security guard. Yeah, like, and is Kyle there a pops up, but just yeah. sipping tea behind Margot's like, is there a problem here? And Margot's just standing there like a bad bitch, like, I know you're not coming in this house. Mm-hmm. And then later on, they've gone on their Scooby adventure to try and find pieces of of Riley. And then that's when he comes back to the house looking for Len and Allison and Mar- they're stand- they're having a confab at the driveway. Our little Scooby gang are liars. Margot, Dylan, and Allison. And then suddenly, Margot just brandishes a fucking gun. She's like, don't take another step. And it's dad. Yeah. And she pulls a gun on dad. And we get the amazing moment of Dylan being like, are they fighting? And her saying, well, if she cared about you at all, you'd know. Yeah. Well, okay, so dad uh, gives backstory that I have to go Google after because I'm just like, this is a lot. <laughs> yeah. um, and I guess like, so mom, okay, so mom got with Fred Phillips, the the guy that was contacted by Allison over Facebook. Yes. Okay. And who Margot somehow instantly finds on LinkedIn, despite the fact that his, she's totally right. The older generations are more, older professional generations are on LinkedIn, but Fred Phillips is also an extremely bland name and she finds him in one smooth search. Yeah, There's well, not like multiple Fred Phillips I mean, she, on LinkedIn. She is queer. <laughs> she is. And I You're feel right. like if you have anybody who knows anything about queer people knows that we can find people in They're forensic detectives. Yeah. If you you give us a first name and a place <laughs> they visited once in 1998 <laughs> and we we have their Instagram, we've got their grinder, it doesn't matter. <laughs> that's very yeah, true. So You're I, right. That, that part, <laughs> I'm like, I see you, Margot. Yeah. <laughs> I, I get it. But yeah, but like, so mom, mom left. And, and dad's like... After, and the only reason she left, all we get is, no. like, mom was there, and then dad's like, Fred Phillips, a man a man who we knew in the cult, came to visit us, and then mom left and said to tell you she was dead. It's like, that's not an explanation. He's like, and, and, and it's like, why didn't you tell us? And he's like, well, I started to try and tell you, but then I thought it would be better to, what, to tell them that she killed herself, then left him for another man? Like, and, th- and that mom was like, that's what she asked me. She told me to tell you she was dead. Like, she so thoroughly did not. She so thoroughly did not want to be found by her children. She was like, tell my kids I'm dead. There are so many, so many no, other she kinds of She could have been hit by a car right. on the roads of Hawaii, just suicide? like her daughter future would. Oh, my Do you statistically God. that like people with parents who commit suicide, like the odds of them committing suicide go up? That's so irresponsible. Tell her she went swimming. Yeah. And the tide took her. Tell her she went hiking at a volcano. They're on Hawaii. There, like, there are ways you can do this. I think, like, like the bodies get washed out from the cave and they aren't seen again. Maybe she went swimming and the the tide took her out, and that's why nobody found her. Okay, but this is what makes me crazy. You're right. Like su- suicide. We're, oh yeah, they're not going to be dealing with that emotionally no, for the yeah. rest of their lives. There are so many ways they could process it. And Dag was like, "Yeah, I did. I didn't have the heart to tell you, so I had to tell you a horrific lie that would <laughs> fuck you up and probably put you in therapy, and that I was not prepared to actually overcompensate for by being a hyper present father right. for the remainder of your developmental years. I really just fucked off." And couldn't handle it. I told you the worst thing, and then I checked out. More questions. Was there no funeral? <laughs> Do they not have a gravesite to visit? Right. Also, the cult is down the street. I don't know if everybody remembers, <laughs> yeah. but the cult is the cult. I mean, they they share that common cave. They all hang out there. Yeah. That cave is more more popular than the local coffee shop. Dylan spends a lot of time in he there. Spends a lot of time there, and so it's like if they're all sharing the cave, and the cult is down the street. How have they never seen mom? Well, mom's got. I think mom's in the. I think mom's in main on the mainland. It's got to be a completely different island. Or she's right? she's mean, in like, fucking California. Oh, like she, right, I think right. she's gone, gone. So she, okay. I mean, like, and I could live with that. Yeah. But, 
and and like apparent and Lennon is the one who Lennon probably found out about Fred. Lennon is the one who who finds out about this information, and that's Dad's like you have to keep this a secret, and that's the fight we saw in the car of like. You need to tell Allison the truth. We both decided it'd be best if she didn't know. Oh, no, you decided and you manipulated me into it and now I'm losing everyone and every fucking thing I ever cared about to protect you and your fucking bullshit. You're obviously drunk. I, I am thinking really fucking clearly. That's why her and her sister were fighting. And honestly, Madison Eisman is giving a tremendous performance in this scene. Oh, yeah. She's excellent. I mean, I'm a fan. Yeah. I'm a fan. She's. She, I, I am completely sold in her performances. Completely. I would She's say... terrible at... Allison is terrible at being Lennon, but that feels like a choice by Madison Eisman. Absolutely is. Madison Eisman is not bad at being both. She's great at being Allison who willfully opts not to be Lennon when she should all the time. So the last reveal mm-hmm. theories. Mm-hmm. So in at the end of the episode, yeah. we see Dylan, um, you know, you know how Dylan likes to sneak out and carve names into the cave. By the way, they found her arm. He's already carving her name in there. I'm like, dude. <laughs> Wait until they find the rest of her. Make yeah. sure she's really Give dead her a before you chance. put her in the fucking death cave. <laughs> yeah. Right? And oh, then- and also, he leaves. They were, they all agree. Well, Allison decides that they should all stay at Margot's house together. So they're all in the same place. And I love the jealousy that just flashes across Margot where she's like, I've got fucking Allison in my bed. I don't want Dylan in this house. Like, that's some bullshit. And then she's like, any closer and we'd all be a fucking throuple. Like, she is so annoyed. And then Dylan, extremely suspiciously, they all agreed to, like, be together to be safe. Dylan's like, oh, I'm gonna leave a note and just leave. It's like, now? Like, that doesn't seem to be a red flag to anybody, to you, in your mind? What what the fuck, Dylan? Well, so then the throuple line... Makes me think, because I, you know how I believe that that Margot knows that she's Allison playing right. uh, Lennon. And the way she does keep and, hammering on that insulting Allison. Yeah, she loves it. Constantly to her it. face. And Still the horrible thing would make me think, if my theory that both Dylan and Margot knew, but mm-hmm. Margot knew that Dylan knew, mm-hmm. and she knew that... that Lennon had told both of them mm-hmm. she would be mad like oh we're practically a throuple mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and still the only reason that would come out that way would be if she knew that Allison was playing Lennon but anyways mm-hmm. we'll see yeah but this final scene yeah. we've got Dylan in in a, in a voodoo cave mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like because it's attached to the cave where the bodies wash out from when the tide comes in and he just walks a little further in than any of them have and realizes oh look cold well, it's cave not witch crave. yeah because I was gonna say it's either it's like it's like traditional movie, like, uh-oh, yeah. something supernatural <laughs> yeah. is here. Yeah. But we don't know what kind of supernatural it is yeah. yet. We do know there's a cult. Mm-hmm. And the cult seems really fun. They mm-hmm. look like they finger paint. Do you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? You can, they, their makeup is bad. Yeah, and Clara, and Clara is the only clothes, but... survivor of the cult mass suicide event. Everybody else from that cult... It seems to be the Wait, story so this was... this is a second cult? Well, his... Dylan's parent... Dylan's moms aren't a part of a cult. They're just, like... We're calling it the cult, but it, they're just, like, hippies. Tell... You... I'm sorry. I have believed this entire time... <laughs> That's separate that, from the cult, cult. So they're just naked people? Yeah, they're just and hippies. And they are not the cult. No, they're not My the cult. My God. They're just... They're just hippies. Jordan. And then the cult is the... the Is the compound off of Clara's property that nature has taken over. And Clara, I think, is the only survivor of that mass suicide event. What a colorful island. What a colorful island. So many crayons in the what, box. What a colorful so, island. It's the big box of crayons. So Dylan is in this, um, mm-hmm. in, in Cave 2, Cave mm-hmm. Part 2. Yeah. It's obviously bad news. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of honey. Mm-hmm. Right? And you were so right when you checked name-checked honey as a preservative. Because. Earlier in our conversations. Because Riley's body comes in mm-hmm. covered in honey. And it gets it comes in because... 
Clara mm-hmm. pulls it in. And mind you, throughout the game, there are animal bodies soaking and dripping in honey. Yes, they're all covered in it. And did you clock this? Because we get, like, we get very close. We don't see the whole picture of the cave. We see very close-up shots on animals dripping honey. But then there is a really close-up shot on something where it looks like there's a female leg in oh. the frame. Like, it looks like we're, like, an ankle, like, meets a calf. But oh. we don't see a wider shot of it. But that's not Riley's body. Because then Clara comes walking in with a big tarp with Riley's body in it. Okay. And I'm like, wait, is there another? Because Lennon's already taken off the board. Lennon's been buried. She's been set to fire, set aflame at sea. Right. Her ankle was out in the ocean. Her ankle was out in the ocean. And now it has been set on fire, burned in, in a ritual burial. And now, is there another girl in there? But even if there's not... Clara has just fully... We see... The last thing that we see Riley seeing, or maybe she's already dead at that exact moment, is Clara finding Riley's body near her home. So we're like, fuck, Clara's involved. Then she shows him in the cave carrying Riley's body, and Dylan's just there, looking deeply unfucking surprised Yeah, like, hey, Clara. Like, he was ready to be like, do you need help with that body? Yeah, 100%. So it's like... So, okay, so those two know Dylan's whatever's involved. going on. Yeah, like, that's the moment of acknowledgement. But here's, I feel like this is the kind of thing where they're going to try and twist it. Like, Claire's just doing her best to preserve her, to try and save her life and I was, whatever. And okay, I was wondering if you were thinking that, like, it, Definitely. that has to be a possible threat It's absolutely here. it. I think that maybe she's not, there may be a chance, and no way in the real world would this work. Yeah. But there may be a chance that Riley is alive and that Clara did something to, tr- like, something culty to yes. save her life. And does this get back, does Riley become, because, like, Because then Riley would be the, the, in. Well, and then is it the, because we saw earlier with Clara and dad, where she was like, she talks about Lennon, she's not the one. What if Riley is? Is she trying to make Riley the one? If Riley were to survive all that, covered in honey, and live the next day, well, I I mean, I don't know what the one is, but I feel like that'd be it. I feel like that would be it. I feel like that would be it. And We're 100% on the same page. Is Dylan there because he's trying to save Riley? Like, is he, or, cause like, there's, is Dylan, was Dylan involved in setting Riley up for this to happen to her so she would then be found by Clara to then be put to the test to be the one? Because he's like, text me after you're out, like out of the compound when they're all running from Clara. And that's when Riley texts, like, I'm out. So they know, did Dylan notify Clara and be like, Riley's out of the compound? So like, what was, did, is Clara involved in hurting Riley to contrive a scenario where she can like re- resurrect Riley? Yeah. Or is Clara a bystander to all this? And then the more Margot talks about the reasons why everyone's a murderer, it's like, okay, show, are you trying to tell me that Margot's a murderer? Because she's like, maybe that's why Clara's been killing everyone. You know, to get revenge for her one true love who lost his daughter. Margot keeps telling, talking about why everybody else is a murderer. And I feel like this show is ham-fisted enough to make her the murderer because she can't stop talking about it. Is that what's going on? If if that's what's going on, in addition to the Riley, like, the one kind of arc, what we have on our hands is not closure. Because we're, we're at episode six. And yes. if they're introducing a new arc for Riley, <laughs> yeah. and this is eight episodes, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm getting a little nervous. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, is this show not going to end? Well, I, I would, like, do we, this seems more and more like a show that, because in my head I kind of thought of it as a miniseries. Me too. I was hoping it would be like American Horror Story where each one, you know, somebody knows something different. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, this one's set in the snow. I don't know. I feel like this is, suddenly I feel like we are being set up to actually not have any answers and then be like, tune in for season two. I, I am very much feeling that because they're, 
they're pulling up a, a, a Pretty Little Liars midseason. Yeah, which is where they yes, throw they are. everything at the wall. We are like in and, the Christmas stretch of PLL, and we're like, okay, well, they're about to give it to us. And anytime they do that on PLL, <laughs> they they give you a bigger question. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> give you a new, they give you another A. I, and yeah, so I actually I'm getting nervous right now because it feels like the writing of the show is pointing to not resolution. Yeah, it's actually like the more it think it's choosing not to reveal, uh, the more it's letting me know. Uh, I don't know. And I don't know if it has a season two because I don't think it's been ordered. From and that's the thing. I'm, that's why I'm worried because it, it seems like it was placing a bet on something that was not a certainty. And yeah. I'm like, I, I haven't heard anything about, like, I haven't heard anything more about this show. Yeah. Should we call Bezos? <laughs> we should call Jeff. Does he know? We should call Jeff. It, there's no special effects in this. It seems very low overhead. Doesn't seem like a lot. Yeah. I mean, they probably shoot it on an island he owns. <laughs> yeah, right. And if not, he can just acquire it. Yeah. I... I just, I want us to, because you're, you're so right. This does feel PLL mid-season and at the, at the same time also in the same spirit of that, it feels Riverdale because it's oh, like, yeah. let's introduce a cult. You're right. Let's introduce the farm. Let's introduce the FBI. Let's have Archie lead a gang. Like, right. let's throw in another crazier thing that would be like, and this will pivot you into what will come next season, which is something more insane. Right. But oh. meanwhile, in the meantime, we're just getting very human performances from these kids where it's like, why can this just not be like a murder mystery? Yeah. I would really, well, we'll see. We will. We'll see. I'm trying, and like, because Glennon has been set on fire and burned to ashes. Well, or her triplet. Or her, trip, or her triplet. And and now, oh, and the, the last, the last involvement we saw Allison have with Fred Phillips was her getting his LinkedIn and messaging him, have my mom call me. So are we going to have the mom call happen like in the last second of season one? Is that something that's going to be fully kept off the board because they're thinking of it as a season two thing? Are we going to get a mom call in next episode? Like is Riley, was she dead, fully dead when Clara found her or just like on the brink of death? If this was Riverdale, the mom that calls is going to be played by Jennifer Love Hewitt. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I mean, fingers crossed for something that's not going to (laughs) happen. Yeah. I, so I, yeah, I, I have a lot of anger at this episode for doing exactly the thing I hoped that we weren't building up toward with Riley, but this show also seems to be setting out a scenario in which Riley could come back from the dead. Um, our so May Queen. Our, our May Queen. We'll see. I still hope that on Dylan Island, the resolution is that Dylan is vanquished. Me too. That's still my greatest hope. Yeah. Fingers crossed. And I don't want to see any scenario in which suddenly Allison and Dylan find their way to one another. But I do want to see Dylan get punched again. And yeah, again. now that we've broken the seal on that, that no, should be a recurring feature. 